Hey guys, Lex and I would like to start today's episode by acknowledging that we at Hotel Earth are a platform for discussing topics centered around the environment and sustainability. We believe that human rights are part of the environmental and sustainability movement. I myself am an Iranian-American woman, and the recent violence and protests in Iran sparked by the brutal murder of Masa Amini have struck close to home. But that is beside the point. It doesn't matter where you come from or what your perception of Iran is. The people of Iran need to be heard. Use your voice, use your platforms, spread the message, and do what you can do. Thank Thank you. you. And let's get into today's episode. Let's do it. Hey, this is Lexi. This is Ari. And you're listening to Hotel Earth. Hi, we'd like to extend our stay and upgrade. So, so, you made it back. You made it back for episode one. We are just thrilled. We are. I'm not even, even going to attempt to say like do the yeah, accent. I don't back know where you. I'm going with that. I, I can do one accent really, really well, and it's because I made it up, and it's my Milo accent. Do not do that. No, Jesus Christ, no, do not do that. Absolutely, it's not. so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it's only okay when you do it in front of me. I was gonna say. It's one of the, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Pass. Well, we would like to, first of all, you know what I didn't do on the last episode or the, the intro episode was tell you guys my last name. Yep. So my last name is Grande. <clears throat> um, I, it kind of sounds similar to, there's a, like a but it starts star. with an H. It's like a prop, a prop, like there's like a pop star, Yana Grande. I got Lexi so bad. She thought I was being serious. Okay. No, idiot. My last name is Halvai. Okay. Halvai. Now, there's a few ways to say it. It's a tough one. Okay. It's a tough one. But if you want to say it like you're a true Iranian, Halvai. If you want to say it like you're an American, think Hawaii. Halvai. Hawaii. And I'm not even going to attempt for my fellow Italians how you should say it because there's too many vowels. Um, but there you go. Ariana Halvai. There it is. I forgot to say it on the, on the intro, but my last name has one pronunciation and I'm pretty sure everyone gets it right. The first go. So mm, we did a whole, a whole bit on her last We name. did do a whole bit. It deserves a whole bit though. Well, we are really ecstatic at the feedback we got from the intro. <laughs> oh my goodness. When I, okay. I think I've been glowing the last, like we just look at each other and smile. <laughs> The number of screenshots that have been shared back and forth between the two of us, just so you all know, any feedback that was given to me or to Ari personally, first and foremost, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for no one saying, fuck you, Ari. I really appreciate You know, that. I actually was really hoping for at least one. I thought one person would do it. Yeah. Y'all weren't slick enough to catch that, but mm-hmm. it's all right. We won't hold it against you. But anywho, any, any direct messages that were sent to us um, or texts, don't worry, we shared it with the other person mm-hmm. immediately because wow, just yeah, and we you know it was um it was great because obviously 
yes, uh, we had mom and dad listening, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> but we actually did have a lot of people give us feedback and um, episode requests. Yeah, which yeah. we're super excited yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of the episode requests we had always we had already thought about doing and so we got some reinforcement on that which is really really awesome yeah it's always good to know that what you're talking about people actually want to hear yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh so i'm not talking to an abyss of black hole great love it um and oh my dad did have one tip <clears throat> my dad listened to it and he was like are you you know you guys sound great but do you have to use the word fuck so much and i was like fuck dad you're right fuck oh fuck i'm sorry fuck shit I'm sorry shit <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> So sorry, dad, uh, the word fuck will be used pretty frequently. Um, I'm just a dramatic hoe and, uh, it adds, it adds a lot of emphasis. And when I'm angry about something, the word fuck just feels so fucking good. It does. Anyways, it's probably, if I had like a word counter, I think fuck would probably be in the top five of most Mm. said, but you know, it would be number one, probably Milo. (gasps) You read my mind. And anyways, thank you guys for the feedback. We hope we can um, make you laugh a little bit. Yeah, and as hope, we talk hopefully, about, uh, you know, continue the feedback coming to us. If you have episode ideas, yeah. um, shout out to Jill who pointed out the fact that we should get a link tree. We have that set up mm-hmm. in our bio on Instagram. So um, as we continue to get more shit rolling, you best believe it will be updated in our link tree, which is so convenient. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really hard to use. But if anyone has any tips on how to use that fucking app, let me know. <laughs> we're still novice at this. Yeah, um, but we're learning. We're learning. We're going to get into today's episode. We absolutely are. And uh, today's episode, <clears throat> I just got one question for you, Lexi. What is it? So, <laughs> you wanna be an environmentalist? Well, I mean, like, what does that mean? Well, can you can you define can can we define I'm, these words? Define environmentalism and environmentalist for me per Webster's dictionary. All right. Well, per Webster's dictionary, an environmentalist is a noun. So it's a person, place, or thing. Thank you. And there's two definitions. We're we're gonna go over both of them. The first is that they're an advocate of environmentalism. All right. So hold on to that word. The second is one concerned about environmental quality especially of the human environment with respect to the control of pollution. Now, remember that word environmentalism? Let's talk about that. That is also a noun. Mm, thank you. So is a noun a person, place, or thing? Yes, okay, you, okay. Got it, got you got it. You got it. Environmentalism is advocacy of the preservation, restoration, or improvement of the natural environment. Okay, so we've got the Webster's Dictionary um, definitions for environmentalist and environmentalism. Um, Lex, let's let's talk about what being an environmentalist means to you. I'm sure you and I have takes that might expand upon the Webster's Dictionary. So what is- I'd wh- fucking hope so. <laughs> that was pretty fucking bullshit. <laughs> weak. It's pretty me, weak. It's weak. Lexi, what does being an environmentalist mean to you? If someone asked me, how do I become an environmentalist? I would tell them to be incredibly self-aware. I think yeah. that's where- environmentalism and being an environmentalist starts. So here are some questions you need to be asking yourself. 
What do you buy? What kind of packaging is it in? Do you need these items? Can you buy the same product from somewhere else? Can it be thrifted? Mm -hmm. How long do you take a shower? Do you let the water run while you wash dishes? How do you get to work? (laughs) Can you walk to your destination, carpool? How often do you grocery shop? Do you throw out a lot of food? Why? When you leave a room, do you make sure the lights are off? Wow. Okay. Yeah. You might be saying to yourself, holy shit, that is a lot to consider. (laughs) It is, you know, like I, you have to be aware of all of your, your decisions that you're making. And it's a lot to rethink our habits and what our normal day-to-day really is. Yeah. But here's the kicker. If I had not asked you those questions, you still would have answers to them all. They're not very thought-provoking. Right. It's, a, it's an innate thing that you do every day, you know, using an X amount of water to wash the dishes or buying your normal products from... XYZ store. It's what you've been doing historically. Yeah. Yeah. So what I asked was for you to consider things you do typically without much thought. The point is to bring your attention back to these seemingly innate things to find where you can make different choices. Every action we take has unintended consequences, but we can affect those outcomes by being conscious of our choices. Best of all, as we make these conscious changes, They then eventually become habits we don't have to think about. Small changes amount to big impacts like snowflakes or raindrops they accumulate. That was a beautiful analogy. Thank you. Snowflake or raindrop. Okay. Now to put you in the hot seat, Ariana, what does it mean to you to be an environmentalist? I honestly, I, I completely agree with the awareness concept. I think that um, when we're defining environmentalism or what it means to be an environmentalist, it's, it goes beyond the Webster's Dictionary definitions. It's more than just concern or advocacy. Those are That literally just means thoughts and words. I think it's about rethinking your everyday life and habits. It's about implementing a new ideology into your daily life. It's 100% about awareness. It's about mindfulness. It's about being hyper aware in every step. What kind of impact do my actions and habits have on others, on the planet, on my individual influence on the environment? We have to consider things like overconsumption or waste. This whole concept of keeping up with the Joneses, like, oh, they have it, so I have to have it. How can I, as an individual, alter, alter my everyday life to have a better impact on the planet than what I was taught to do? Mm-hmm. Eventually, this way of thinking, like you said, it becomes innate. You'll just be a more mindful human in general, which, I mean, I think the world could use more mindful humans. I was going to say, it's one of those things where I don't, being mindful can only have hopefully positive. positive yeah. I, I mean, if you're being more mindful, sure, you're going to be positively impacting the environment. Like, that's what we're asking you to do right. here. but. You're also going to be thinking about your mental health more, how your you, physical how health. How you are with other people, how you interact with other people, right. groups. Like, right. It, again, it, it will it will change how you go about your everyday life in every aspect. Not it just, will change your life. It will change your life. <laughs> okay. Anyways, for me, for me personally, I don't know about, I don't know when this started resonating with Lex um, actually, and I think it changes per person. But for me, once I learned how much individual habit truly contributed to the environmental crisis that we're experiencing. I felt an overwhelming sense of moral moral responsibility to do better. Like how could I be learning in my classes or in, you know, wh- wherever I was doing my research about the exact habits that were contributing to such detrimental problems 
environmental problems and not change my lifestyle to reflect my feelings of remorse. Like this for me started in high school um, when I had moved to California. Um, like I think I was like 15 or 16 mm-hmm. and um, I met one of my best friends, Clarissa Pickett. Yeah, I was going to say name the drop or drop the name. Drop the name. Words. Clarissa Pickett. There you are. I love you. Um, but it could happen at any stage of, of life. Like the important thing is that once you remove that veil of ignorance, you need to start taking action to have a better impact. It's critical. It's, you know, once, once, you know, you know, and you have to, you have to take that moral responsibility to do something. Yeah. Once you know, you know, you, that's, that's it. But you know, why, why is being an environmentalist important then? Being an environmentalist is important. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you don't want to be a piece of shit. That's I why. That's pretty plain and simple. That's uh, the bare minimum. The bare minimum. I don't know where I'm going with this accent. Uh, you know. Is it good? Do we devolving, like it? It's devolving is what it is. Do we like it? We'll, we'll listen to we'll it listen. and then I'll circle back. <laughs> well, you guys let us know. I can do other accents too. Australian. Uh, Your Australian one's pretty good. My Australian, I mean, I can also do a couple different English accents. But anyway, why is being an environmentalist important? That's a great question, Lex. Thank you for asking that. You're welcome. Each individual's decision contributes to collective impact. That is why environmentalism is important, in my opinion. This is the epitome of the raindrop effect. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about overshoot, for example. Overshoot day is the calculated illustrative calendar date on which humanity's resource consumption for the year exceeds Earth's capacity to regenerate those resources that year. This year, for example, overshoot day happened on July 28th. That essentially means that we used a year's worth of resources as a planet seven months into the year. Yeah, just just under eight months. So according to overshootday.org, as of 2022, we globally are averaging the need for 1.8 fucking Earths. Where's that planet B? Where is it? <laughs> for the amount of resources we're exploiting. I mean, in the United States, okay, let's just break it down by a couple of different um, countries. And I can actually refer to the source itself for this, but um, the United States is using the amount of resources it takes. Like if, if every, essentially what this means is if every human lived like your average American, you would need 5.1 Earths to sustain that lifestyle. If every human on the planet lived like an Australian, you would need 4.5 Earths. Russia, 3.4. Italy, 2.7. Some of these Nordic countries are well above three. The Nordic ones that we are always told are doing so, are so progressive, which they are. They're doing great things for prog- environmental progressivism, but they're still so they're, they're still part of this exploitation. They're still, they're still overshooting. Yes. They're still overshooting. And the reason I bring up overshoot is it's important because when you get down to it, individual decisions make up this collective data. Like everyone's consumer decisions, everyone's lifestyle decisions, everyone's daily decisions are what is amounting to this overall data. So right. each person contributes to those numbers. It makes a difference. It absolutely makes a difference for you to think that your daily choices don't matter. It's just like, bitch, <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just, I you. Like, 
I just wish everyone could have seen how hard she swung. <laughs> I did. I almost fell out my chair. I was going to say, she, whoever, whatever in, invisible person was just in front of Ariana is on their ass, their KO. <laughs> TKO right KO. there. Anyways, so it, it, it a thousand percent makes a difference. And piggybacking up. Right? That's how you say that. Pig, piggybacking. P- piggybacking. <laughs> I like to piggyback. Like- <laughs> piggybacking, yeah, that's a thing. We're less giggly than we were last time, but uh, goddamn, if I could get through some of these words, man. Piggyback. Oh, God. What did I say the other day? I was trying to tell. <laughs> I would have guys myself. Pause, pause the environmental conversation. This Listen is just this. funny. So, uh, Ari and I were talking about, you know, episode planning. And we were talking about, like, the really important details. What do we really need in there? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we just got to get – we got to get the nuts and potatoes. I looked at her like, what the flying fuck did you It was one say? of those things where we both knew I was on to something, but I had severely missed the mark. But we couldn't remember what the actual saying was, so we just sat there looking at each other. Really confused. And, you know, I figured it out. It's It's meat and potatoes. So you would think that with all this talk that we have an IQ above a certain number, but... 71. Well, uh, clearly you're not reaching that standard. If I didn't remember meat and potatoes. I said literally, uh, whatever. The vegans would be happy. The vegans that were representing. I was being inclusive. I was updating the saying. All you vegans who feel like you're not included in any conversation. (laughs) Are you being, what's the word I'm looking for? Inclusive. Not inclusive. I'm thinking of. Discriminated. uh, Are you being discriminated against? Excluded. Let me know. Anywho, piggybacking off Ari. When you get down to it, being an environmentalist is important, but not necessarily for the reason you may be thinking. Hmm. We know our collective lifestyles and consumption drives how businesses act, how governments act, and every other entity that represents us, the people. Mm. If you want to see something with a shitload of power, all right, go look in a mirror. Look in a fucking mirror. Look in a mirror. (laughs) According to the data in the 2017 Carbon Majors Report, around 100 companies are responsible for at least 70% of global emissions. That is disgusting. Yeah, exactly. 100 companies, 70%. All right? If you're asking yourself what kind of companies could possibly do this, I've got two words for you. Fossil fuel. Notice I did not say energy. This is this is not the energy industry. No. This is the fossil fuel industry. Which which is involved in a lot more um industries than you think. Fossil fuels are involved in textiles, the obvious transportation. Yeah. But I mean it's it is embedded in so much of our daily daily life that you don't realize how what a big influence fossil fuels. I mean, you might be able to to um assume with all of the turmoil that always happens with our relationships with with countries that are involved in the fossil fuel industries i mean we're, we're always we're always uh meddling ourselves with political conflict. i was gonna say we've we've literally started wars over fossil fuels and why why because it's so critical to because you. it's the meat and potatoes the of, nuts and the potatoes it's the nuts and potatoes all right like capitalism is very real this is the reality of our energy needs. Honestly, like you guys hear that? that yeah, I'm gonna, they're I'm coming for Lexi. They said this, she she cracked the code. Cracked Get her. <laughs> so, this is the reality of our energy needs and how our redirection as consumers is required. Without our push for our 
fossil fuel industry and just industries in general to change, they never will, you know? Yeah, Lex is absolutely right. You hold a lot of power as an individual, as a consumer, because you are not even as a consumer, as a, as a citizen, because you're, you're making your choices are what's driving marketing. Mm -hmm. Your choices are what's driving how politicians, you know, do their campaigns. Like it is because of your decisions and your habits and your lifestyle that the, the, these, um, global entities that Lexi is talking about are making the decisions that they are or acknowledging yeah. um, any of it. And don't be fooled. None of this conversation is an American U S centric mm-hmm. conversation. This, this is all, this is global. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who believes that we are still able to be individual countries or completely independent of one another. You idiots. I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm going to take the rose colored glasses. I'm putting them in the garbage. Garbage. All right. We are a globalized world. Um, the borders are pretty blurred. You can't really well, do much without the other. I think, you know, what really highlighted that was the pandemic for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we realized that we can't do anything alone. <laughs> like we need each other. We need, we need the help. We need, the, we need globalization. We need to be able to communicate well with each other and, and get on the same page. And politicians are recognizing this awareness and that's why they're beginning to incorporate, well, not beginning, you know, Al Gore really pioneered the incorporation of environmentalism into his right. politics, but that's, that's why they're beginning to incorporate it into their platforms or you know why some of them are using environmental issues as a way to ostracize yeah and like the good news is that the awareness is there i mean that is why greenwashing and political campaigns are centered around environmental progressivism or lack thereof or climate denial that's why it exists i mean it's because like we are moving toward a time where awareness is there that's a good that is the good news but like lexi said it's also being used as a way to ostracize and you know there there is there is a a, a disconnect when while there is awareness there and we may be making per, like consumer decisions or political decisions based you know with the environment in mind we're not doing our research we're believing all that bullshit propaganda you know that that is greenwashing that is um, you know, maybe a, a politician name drops the environment and you're like, oh, well, they care. Mm. Ooh, they Are you doing your research? I think we're being, we're still being complacent. Like, you know, I don't know, Lex, what do you think? Yeah, I think that companies have done a great job to make it difficult to figure out what is fact and what is cap. Cap. You know, my cap. sister just told me what cap meant. Like, it's like I've been living under a rock. I don't, or- am I really Gen Z? I think I'm more like, hundred. <laughs> you honestly 100. might be. You might be. Anyway, Roshan just told me what cap means. And um, this is another thing. If you don't know what factor cap means, for the love of God, go Google. Go Google. Go Google. Go Google. Go Google. Um, actually, a funny, funny anecdote. One time I was with some friends back in Florence and um, the, the, the verb to Google is like not, I mean, you, it's the same word, Google in, in Italian. And mm-hmm. my friend was trying to say like past tense, like I Googled. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Googleato. And I just thought it was funny. Like the word Google being in the Italian language. Anyway, sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> oh, Googleato. I don't know. I just find that funny. Anyways, um, <clears throat> let's, yeah, let's, let's dive into, you know, some of this 
this greenwashing that we will have an entire episode about greenwashing and fast fashion but for now let's just talk about the basics <laughs> remember this the brand is not sustainable unless the brand itself not just a line they offer you know not like ooh, sustainable line out for fall winter <laughs> is sustainable mm -hmm. okay environmentalism needs to be centered around a, a business's entire model we will be doing like i said we will be doing a segment on fast fashion and green, greenwashing specifically later on but for now think about these following examples i mean we know we all know about h&m and zara and forever 20 whatever those bulls but there's also like the shein mm -hmm. the cider i don't Mm -hmm. I don't even know. But one example is H&M's sustainable collections or marketing of recycled items and some some specific clothing items or Aerie, um, which is an American Eagle brand. Did I have to say that? They probably know that. It's okay. <laughs> um, do, does the same shit. It's like they have, they've got a line called Real Good. And it's like, okay, so you have lines. Why is this? If you're, you're, if you're truly a sustainable brand, this yeah. ideology would be embedded in like the core of your business. Like it's not right. just like, oh, well, we dropped a few clothes with recycled polyester. Like you're welcome. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like it should be the, the business model. Right. So let's outsmart them. Let's alter our habits. Let's rock their fucking socks off. Rock them off. If you're listening to this podcast, congrats. Consider yourself part of the movement. Every episode is going to provide you with more tools and insight to keep chugging and kicking ass because that is what environmentalists do. She's making us sound like superheroes. I we love it. fucking are. <laughs> we are. My superhero doppelganger is Wonder Woman. Yeah, I was going to say Gal Gadot. Definitely Gal Gadot. Anyways, precisely. So you want to be an environmentalist? Congratulations. Consider your journey started. We're inspiring as fuck. We are really inspiring. <laughs> Try to take what you've learned today or heard today and let us know how you plan to make some changes to have a better impact. This episode was obviously an introduction to environmentalism. It's a big subject and we've only scratched the surface, but a sneak peek for some upcoming topics to continue our conversation on environmentalism slash how to be an environmentalist, which is not in any particular order, are a series on lifestyle that will cover self-care and diet shopping habits and fast fashion dupes, tips and places to reinforce your research, um, and easy ways to stay informed. You know, like, I don't know, listening to Hotel Earth every Thursday. The best podcasts drop on Thursdays. Is this a good time to say fact, no cap? <gasps> and who said you couldn't teach an old dog new tricks? <laughs> <laughs> Am what? I an old dog? Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah. Well, that's the nuts and potatoes for today, folks. Tune in next week for a hot take on circular economy. What is it? How are you involved in it? Mm, good questions. Good questions. Anyways, ciao for now. We'll be back next week. Hasta la pizza. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. <laughs>